You know what I found out today or yesterday? Mm-hmm. Phoenix Jones. So, and we talked about this a little I bit. I found out about DMX yesterday. I found out about DMX. Mm-hmm. Thing is, I know about I know about his one song, and I know he was into drugs and alcohol, and that was it. I like his song from the Deadpool album. Which X one? gonna give it to you? Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, yeah, he. Uh, X well, gonna give you chlamydia is what X gonna give you. <laughs> X, gonna, X gonna give you a fucking heart attack. Oh shit! Yeah, now we're pissing people off. <laughs> well, it's like he had good music. Fuck you. Yeah, well, he, the thing about it was is that for him, he was uh, he was heavily into drugs. He was heavily into alcohol, which you know fucks with your heart. He went through rehab. Yeah. And this this is what yeah. happened with my favorite comedian, John Panette, and that pisses yeah, yeah. me off because I almost got to see him. He came to town. Yeah. He was coming to town. They canceled the venue. Yeah. Because he went into rehab. He gets out of rehab, then two months later he's dead. It's like, you motherfucker. Yeah. Happened to me too, but uh, it wasn't drugs. It was just a, a legit heart defect. Uh, the Amazing Jonathan. He's a dark fucking comedian. Like, he'll do a magic oh, trick. I remember you talking about Yeah, him. yeah, him. So, uh, me and the ex Shelly, let's tell you how far back that fucking goes, we were like, hey, we're going to go I to Vegas. I thought we were agreeing to call her a whore. That's what I said. Okay, you're going to have to. Yeah. You're going to have to edit Shelly that. is whore. synonymous with whore. <laughs> yeah. Backstabbing, two-timing, mm-hmm. lying, cheating. And she's a bad friend, too. Yeah, yeah. So she uh, so she said, hey, let's go to Vegas. And I'm like, all right, we'll go to Vegas. And uh, bought the tickets, bought everything. And I just happened to, to know that he had, like, a residency at some place. I'm like, fuck yeah, we're going to go. This is going to be great. I bought the tickets. They were, like, 80 bucks back then. And it was one of those things where... We flew in. I'm like, this is great. This is wonderful. I got an email. Hey, terribly sorry. Uh, show's been canceled. Blah, blah, blah. Come to find out he was having, he was born with some kind of heart issue or something like that. Yeah. And he uh, he ended up um, basically having to retire basically at that point. So I was like, motherfucker, have a heart attack on stage. Come on, man. Help me out here. <laughs> I paid 80 bucks a ticket. You know? I'd laugh at that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's your funniest bit yet. Exactly. Like, ha, ha, ha. But it was the same thing with uh, DMX. They were like, oh, my God, DMX died. I'm like, no. <laughs> the hell you say? <laughs> That's like when Sam Kinison died. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And, and how did he die? Yeah. Uh, telephone pole. Yeah. Well, because... close close personal. Well, that was the thing. He, well, he got hit with... He got hit with a drunk driver. I thought he hit a telephone pole. Mm-mm. No, no. He hit a telephone pole, but that was when he was high, and he just walked away from it. That was the Mr. Corvette thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like... He says, and the cops show up, and they're like, listen, we found Mr. Corvette... Now we're looking for a Mr. Explanation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so but, uh, oh. uh, dead hookers and comedians. Uh, oh, no, we were going, you were doing your other person. Oh, yeah, yeah. so Phoenix Jones, he was this dude. He was a black dude up in Seattle. You know, there's like three of them. And really? We have three of them already? <laughs> we have three of them. When did we get the third one? <laughs> we're just like, hey, everybody, meet Eric. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Washington State is a little too white. Uh, yeah. Well, no, it used to be. Used to be. Now used to be. we're we're heavily Asian now in Seattle. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It, it, not just not just Seattle, but so, we we also have people who speak uh, uh, Hispanic. Mm-hmm. I'm being politically correct. We mm-hmm. have more Mexicans now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't have anyone from Spain. You know, the, you, you we don't collect get them about Spain. <laughs> and we got a shit ton of Russians, but they're white. So yeah. So they're, they're like half white people. <laughs> Let's piss off all of Washington. <laughs> Fuck them. In fact, yeah. I, was, I was looking at the voting map from past oh, years. Oh, yeah. They're a fucking disease. 
not the racist, but the the political ideology. Oh, you can watch I, a political I said, ideology. I, said, I am not affiliated with this man. <laughs> <laughs> these people burn your houses down. Exactly. Well, the thing is, like, um, you know, you'd see these these people. They're moving from California up to Portland. That's and all the that. problem. The and, ideology of California and the ideology is, I'm is coming that with they, it. They managed to pull off that whole. Uh, we're gonna. We're not gonna allow any vehicles in that aren't electric. Oh, oh, awesome. <laughs> Yeah, no. No more freight. Yeah. Let's just shut the state down. Well, they're already passing tax uh, tonight. There's going to be a instant twenty-six cent per per gallon tax on uh, on gas, and depending on how it goes, it could be up to fifty-five cents. That fucking yes, state is ridiculous. Yeah, no, this state, this state, this state. I'll show you after the show. Uh, so, anyway. We got too many Californians here. Yeah. So, Phoenix Jones, dressed up like Batman, you know, and he did a good job. He was a nice enough dude. He was going around. He was fighting crime and whatever. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. So, the my favorite video of him is there's a drunk guy, and they're outside of this bar, and there's a bunch of cops around. Now, for those of you that don't know, Washington State has a thing called mutual combat. And so, it's if you want to fight and I want to fight... We can fight, and we can fight right in front of the cops, and it's perfectly legal. So this guy was Except talking shit. No, no, this no, is this city we live in. Oh, this city we got. Did they get rid go of? Go to jail. Fucking this doesn't this matter is... who started. If you're getting your ass beat, if you throw one punch to defend yourself, See, you go this, to jail. This place is a fucking cesspool. Anyway, so the guy was talking shit. We must be the cesses. Might be. We're, we're white trash. Yeah. He um. He uh. He's he's. Getting called all these racial names by this drunk dude. Now, here's here's the thing. Phoenix Jones, his real name is Ben, but he's a legit MMA fighter. He's had a bunch of fights. He's won a bunch of them, blah, blah, blah. So the guy clearly knows how to fight. This guy is drunk, and he's talking shit. And he's like, you want to fight? You want to fight? You want to go? And the guy's like, listen, knock it off. Go home. He's avoiding it. And finally, he says, you want to go? He says, yeah, I want to go. And he looked at the cops. The cops like... Yeah, all right, go for it. <laughs> he let this motherfucker up. <laughs> so he beat the hell out of this dude. And I forget, I got to find the video after this, but it's just funny as hell just watch somebody just talk shit, talk shit, talk shit, and just get their fucking teeth kicked in. Well, anyways, so this is 10 years ago, 15 years ago. It was a long time ago. Well, he ended up, um, him and a bunch of buddies, they would dress up like superheroes, and this is right around when that movie Kick-Ass came out. Mm-hmm. And so it was great because I was like, hey, you know what? If you're fighting crime, good for you, buddy. On paper, great. Um, his old lady at the time, you know, she dressed up like a superhero too. And I'm like, that suit's working for you, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but everybody else, you know, they were kind of like goofy looking chubby dudes, you know, kind of like us. And I watched that Batman uh, movie right, recently, that yesterday. What one? The one where they, he's got copycats. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Batman. I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> Which. Difference between you and me. <coughs> I'm not wearing hockey pants. Yeah. So. And they got billions of dollars and can afford the tech. They have, um, so I'm flipping through YouTube yesterday and I find this video, The Rise and Fall of Phoenix Jones. And it's like an hour long. And I'm like, mm-hmm. eh, I got an hour to kill, why not? So I'm watching it, right? And it's like, you know, him, you know, and it was, it, it was right, right out of Spider-Man. It was, you know, somebody going, you know, he's a vigilante, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, dude, he's doing more than you are. You're sitting here bitching on TV. Shut the fuck up, right? So he's going on and on and on, and they're they're showing him, you know, he's 
He's uh, He got in a little bit of trouble for getting into one of these fights and blah, blah, blah. Well, then, last year in February of 2020, they go, and then the fall came. And I'm like, okay, what happened? They go, he got arrested for dealing drugs. <laughs> That's like one of those drug dealers that has, you know, the police union stickers uh-huh. and the D.A.R.E. stickers. So yeah. That throws them off. That doesn't throw them off. That doesn't throw them off. As a matter of fact, if you're putting dare stickers on your car now, you're getting pulled over. Uh, <laughs> I just I just looked at him like, dude, what the fuck? And then a couple of his friends were quoted, were like, yeah, we we know he's been doing it for years. If you knew the guy, you know his name his name is Ben. If you knew the guy, you knew he had a little side hustle. And I'm like, and not one of you motherfuckers pulled him aside. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing here, man? You're you're out there. You're public. You know, you're if you get into a fight and you're breaking up a fight between two dudes, someone goes, and, that's my dealer. Yeah, exactly. Or something falls out of your fucking pocket. That Leonardo DiCaprio meme where you mm-hmm. guys point at the screen. Hey, that's hey, my drug hey, dealer. Yeah, that's my drug dealer right there. And be like, hey, dude, what the fuck are you doing wearing hockey pads? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's messed up. Yeah, totally. But oh. yeah, so I'm. Uh. uh the comedy club thing I talked about a little bit last week so I got a offer kind of dropped in my lap a little bit and no 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 are, are you going to be able to tell me which city or uh I'll fly I'll, I'll tell you the city okay yeah there's a globe right there you can kind of point oh it's, it's right there in that blue country right there the blue one yeah it's it's right about there it's it's right about in this area oh yeah, where yeah. your other rentals are yeah yeah so okay. So, uh, all right. So it's a strip strip club in Phoenix. Yeah, strip club, strip club in Phoenix. Who the fuck wouldn't buy that? You know, <laughs> I wouldn't. Have you it, been to Phoenix? It, it, yeah, you get all the fat bitches. It's it, any Phoenix <laughs> people. Yeah, I mean, I've seen you. <laughs> that's, where, that's where you go. It's hot outside. Why don't you take them clothes off? Yeah. You, you know what? Yeah. Put them back on. Be like, sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> I got you a bag, honey. <laughs> oh. The rentals are going good. Everything's humming along. Got everything going. Finishing up the remodel on one of my twenty on the twenty department building I got. Everybody's going happy. Got a uh, friend of a friend of a friend called me up. Said, "Are you interested in owning a comedy club?" And I'm like, "Well, I got business experience, and I got and I and I've always been a fan of comedy. Let's take a peek." So I take a peek. I look at the the financials, and basically. Um, if the financials are true, which I'm going to ask for his tax return, just because I want to see it, you know? And if it's, it's smarter than the mother-in-law, and you got to let me tell that story in it. So you, you're going to love it. Okay. It Yours or in, mine? Mine. Oh, okay, cool. I'm sitting there, I'm like going through, yeah. like mother-in-law, in. mother-in-law. Okay. All right, fair enough. So, um, anyway, I'm still very preliminary, but bottom line is that potentially I could be pulling in after mortgage, after taxes, after lease, after everything, I'd be pulling in around seventy to eighty thousand a year off a hundred thousand dollar investment. If you can keep uh, talent booked, and oh yeah, yeah, there's I people mean, already. Somebody sells something that's that's making money. Yeah, he's that's, retiring. He's up well, there in age. I think uh, he's almost seventy. Let me tell you about the the mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I'll go ahead and say mother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. I'm only known as asshole. Yeah, yeah. but. Uh, uh, you did fix that one episode, right? Yes, I did. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm still only known as asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, people should not try to surprise me, of all people, with things. Mm-hmm. Like, like Fork, when he mm-hmm. was building a house. He's like, hey! Takes me over as they're putting the sheetrock on and finishing up. and say, wow. He goes, yeah, pretty cool, right? And I go, you didn't tell me about this. 
Yeah, it's a surprise. Yeah, I'm not the one you need to surprise with that. Not with things like that, no. I'm the guy in our group that does all the construction repairs. Mm-hmm. I'm the guy in our group that's a licensed electrician. Mm-hmm. You might want to let me know so I can give you some pointers, mm-hmm. which is what Billy did. Which will save you time and money. Yeah, Billy, his wife, and I were sitting there in the office when he signed <laughs> the papers for his house to be built. And the, the guy says, uh, your friend can wait outside. He goes, no, he can't. No. Well, who is he? He's going to tell me what things are worth doing and what mm-hmm. are doing worth doing that you want to add on. Mm-hmm. And we went through that list. Now, Fork missed a few things. Mm-hmm. I pointed out several opportunities. Ah, well, I can live without that. Well, yeah, now you can live without it. Mm-hmm. But if I'd have been in on it, mm-hmm. I could have given you some input. You wouldn't have you had to live with it. You wouldn't be living without it. You'd already have it. That's right. And uh, then, uh, so, so the mother-in-law did something mm-hmm. like that. Keep it a surprise. Is this thing out in Gresham that I'm thinking of? Malala. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, go so ahead. If anybody wants to, they can look up Malala, mm-hmm. Oregon. Mm-hmm. It has no stoplights at the time that this happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. They may have added one. We're doing... We may have added one. Mm-hmm. We're doing work on that road. Right. Um. So the... Uh, it's no stoplights at the time. Mm-hmm. It's got... Uh, I drove out there. It's got like two stop signs at either end of the main street. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, They've got what's, you know, the clientele in this town, this is far enough outside of the main city. This is what we would call the country. Mm-hmm. It's not the outback Australia, but it's what we would call the country here near the big metropolis we live next to, uh, that shithole. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bunch of hicks, people in cowboy hats, cowboy boots, horses, mm-hmm. cows. Actually, my my beef comes right from right over there. A buddy of mine owns a farm. Mm-hmm. But uh, the the thing that she bought was an internet cafe. Now, this what year was this? I don't recall, and I don't want to narrow it down. Okay, that was that was my next question. Is like you know when was this? this Because uh, I remember thinking this was a bad idea then. Before two thousand and ten. Okay, so because I was thinking this was this was bad idea then. This was a horrible idea then. As soon as uh, my wife comes up to me, guess what? My mother and her husband. They they're taking her retirement that they were given mm-hmm. the early retirement amount mm-hmm. and they're investing it in a business. I go, oh, what business? And she said it's an internet cafe in Molala. I said she needs to pull out. She needs to pull out now. Mm-hmm. I mean, my dad should have done that years ago. Mm-hmm. But she needs to she needs to get out of this. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh no no they've looked at it they've looked at the person's financials they can fake financials this yes, this can. is not going to be that's a why you want the IRS money. tax returns no no they looked they did all the work and they looked into it and it makes money it makes a certain amount of like, they've been lied to it is wrong it is wrong it is wrong um, fast forward like a year uh, they're literally pulling all the furniture out that they got because damn it they paid for it mm-hmm. and he's threatening them if they take the coffee machine out because he owns the building still. Mm-hmm. They're leasing. Mm. If they take the coffee machine out, if they damage anything, they're going to have to pay for the repairs. This is a full-on espresso machine mm-hmm. designed for commercial. Yeah, it's a big machine, yeah. He, fuck you, I'm taking it with me. Yeah, absolutely, taking it with it, yeah. He, what he, was, he ripped them off. Yeah. He had faked the financials. Mm-hmm. And they thought, oh, the reason he's selling it is because he just needs money for his court costs. And he admitted that to them? Yeah. And that wasn't a massive red flag? You know, it involved bail and I think fraud and several other things. 
Xbox. That wasn't a I'm massive, like, like, oh. massive fucking red flag. All I heard was Internet Cafe and Malala, and I was like, hell, they need to stop. They need to cancel whatever check they've yeah, written. No. And nope, it went through. And uh, we've got some paraphernalia, you know, coffee mugs. Uh, that mm-hmm. dining room table we got, right, right. that came out of that restaurant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. it, it was, I just, we went there to check it out. We did see the new business. I'm like, as soon as I drove up, I was, seriously, they can't get out? Are you serious? Because this is not a moneymaker. I'm looking yeah. at this. You lo- look at the surroundings. Mm-hmm. These people don't even want internet. Mm-hmm. These people shied away from it back mm-hmm. then. Now they've all got smartphones. But back then, like, the internet's the devil. Mm, one of those people. They, 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 well, they weren't <laughs> far off, but yeah. you, know, you well, pick your own sites, damn it. Mm-hmm. Well, for, see, for me, on the apartment building, I asked... Um, I asked my lady uh, when I first brought it in about two years ago, I said, hey, you know, kind of looking at, at how do we, you know, maintain, you know, a high level of uh, rents and things like that. And I says, what do you think about, because uh, there's a bunch of uh, apartment buildings that do this where it's like, hey, what happens if you just offer free Wi-Fi? And she says, oh, don't bother. I'm like, okay, cool. Why not? And she says, well, it's a bunch of older Hispanic folks and older Hispanic folks, uh, stereotypically, and these people are no different. They don't particularly care. They're like, listen, I get a They're newspaper. Here to make the money and I, send it back yep, south. Yep. I got nothing to deal with. I don't care about the internet. All right, great. Haven't done it. So, yeah. How much of a bath did she take on that? Or do we know? Lost everything. Yeah, but how much is everything? I can give you numbers that I guess later, but right. basically the retirement she built up for many, many years is gone. Yeah. So she had to go back and work. Right. So couldn't, she was retired. Couldn't have happened. Had to, to go back to person. work for a while until she was at least <laughs> old enough to collect Social Security and yeah. then opt out with that. Yeah, Social Security. I, I look at my Social Security and I'm just looking at it going, this is not a lot of money. Oh, no, no. I, I, I've got three pensions. Yeah. Like separate look, ones so if one of them gets raided by some guy mm-hmm. running the fund if he raids it and takes off to the Cayman Islands I still got two more mm-hmm. and then Social Security is the backup which it'll be gone by the time we get there but I've been paying into that thing yeah. since 85 yeah I got uh, I looked at my Social Security no no I told like 87 87 you fucking lying piece of shit I know I know <laughs> handcuffs yeah, yeah. yeah you we know. got uh, <laughs> yeah I looked at mine it was something like oh well you're gonna get like 2600 bucks in today's terms and i'm like okay well even if my house is paid off it's not a lot of money no so i don't i don't get it and that's why well that's that's for the people that did not plan it all mm-hmm. uh you're my be, uncle mike you're gonna be eating dog food oh no and miguel miguel mm. change that mm. okay where are we at here uh 18 minutes okay. all right yeah miguelito <laughs> yeah <coughs> so yeah my uncle he he's Love him. Smart guy. Yeah. Well, that's a funny story. That is a funny story. You but, feel free to tell it if you'd like. Well, <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to because that's, that's too good to pass up. So he's a great guy. I love him to death. He is a nice man. But uh, And he doesn't always make the best decisions mm. for an adult. An True. adult in my life, I figure, should make prudent decisions. Yes. Uh, this man, uh, to my knowledge, doesn't. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen proof of it anyways. And it used to make me so mad. I'd get so mad at him. And my wife, who has knowledge of the type of individual through her work, mm-hmm. pointed out to me that, he well, he's never stopped smoking pot, has he? And I go, well, no. And she goes, when did he start? 
15, 16. She goes, well, the, because the brain never had a chance to mature, mm -hmm. that drugs mess with the brain chemicals, and he will never mature past the age of 15 or 16. Right, I have so heard that. So you will have to take everything he does and think of it as if a 15 or 16-year-old did it. Does it make sense? Mm -hmm. And I thought about it, and every single decision he made, if you put it in that aspect, say, mm -hmm. it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. If she had told Grandpa that, they uh -huh. might have had a better relationship. Maybe. But, so it, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. But uh, he used to, when pot was illegal, he used to be a, I'd say a low-end dealer. He didn't deal uh -huh. any of the hard drugs, only pot. Right. Because in his eyes, pot doesn't hurt anybody. Right. I mean, uh, we finally legalized it because pot really doesn't hurt anybody. Right. I voted for it. I still haven't done pot. I voted for it. Well, we can go to it, the pot store at this point. No. <laughs> I get drug tests. Mm -hmm. When I retire, I'm going to get high. Oh, and yeah. And my brother and my sister, and I think you, and yeah. several other people are like, we want to be there. Yeah. Because they've never seen me drunk. They've mm -hmm. never seen me high. Mm -hmm. So uh, everybody's looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, so uh, Miguelito mm -hmm. was uh, coming home from an evening he worked. Usually at comic book stores and stuff. But let's say mm -hmm. he was working at a comic book store. Goes home and his stash, somebody knew he was a low-level dealer. And they wanted his money and his drugs. Mm -hmm. And so he walks into his apartment. He apparently didn't notice the man with the shotgun walk in behind him. Mm -hmm. He turns around and he reaches for the shotgun with both hands. And at that point he lost a pinky and a thumb. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I'd say lost. They ended up in his lodged in his abdomen with the rest of the shrapnel, mm -hmm. and he was in a chemically induced coma for two weeks mm -hmm. while the doctors left him opened up, splayed open, mm -hmm. like something from Alien, mm -hmm. just laying there, so that when oh, up there's an infection over here, there must be a piece over here mm -hmm. for two weeks. That I didn't know they could do that. That's I don't know they could do that. They could they could do some weird shit. Yep, but they got all of it. Uh, <laughs> The problem is he doesn't have health insurance. Mm -hmm. So, and this was OHSU, top notch, top mm -hmm. notch. They got him better. They healed him. But they're like, uh, this hernia you got is cosmetic. And it looks, uh, to be legitimately honest here, it looks like he swallowed a basketball. Mm -hmm. And it's sticking out in one spot. Not even centered. It's off to the side. Oh, yeah. He's fucked up. So it's off to the side. Now, this, this man took a shotgun to the stomach. That's a tough son bitch. Mm -hmm. It's it's family. Yeah. But uh, so you know we went through all the initial stuff and got him better, helped convalesce. You know he was uh, he was eased back to health at my parents' house with mm -hmm. with his parents there. I mean my parents are saints because they put up with him and his girlfriend mm -hmm. staying at the house with my grandparents staying in the motorhome outside of the mm -hmm. house. Um, I was not a fan of his. I, I probably would have snapped at some point. Mm -hmm. But, uh, so, uh, for example, we go to church afterwards mm -hmm. and, and we're going to church all the time. And one day he says, you know what? He, he feels he wants to go to church again. He'd like, he would like to go to church with us and try it out. It's like, sure. All right. Come on in. We go into that church and we're sitting there and I like to sit in the second row back. Well, right. the second row back was full because apparently we had a guest speaker. Mm, okay. I didn't notice that. Okay. So we sat in the front row. We're sitting there in the front row. And this guest speaker's going around talking about all the things that could happen to you that you should get right with the Lord. He goes over to one person, you could get hit by a car. He goes over to another person, you could you could be attacked by a mugger. 
points right at my uncle and goes, you could be shot. And everyone in our <laughs> row was family, and we're all like, holy crap, God's talking to you. I hope you listening. <laughs> now, he didn't go to our church ever again. I don't blame him because, you know, God yeah. put you on the spot right there. He started That's when you left the shirt and be like, already happened. <laughs> <laughs> he went back to, he's, he's uh, went back to Catholic. Mm-hmm. We've got a good Catholic church here. Right. And, uh, yeah, so I, he was sitting at home on unemployment one day. He was living here in the basement. And, Mm-hmm. I knew he was. He had nothing to do all day, and mm-hmm. I said, "Well, hey, tell you what, I'll uh, I'll set you up with my Xbox, and I'll mm-hmm. show you how to play it." Because I know he hadn't played much video games. It's kind of fun. You can play the Xbox. And he looks at me and I go, "Oh, come on, you're not that old. Right. It's, it's video games." And he looks at me and he just holds up the one hand with no thumb. <laughs> I'm like, "Ah, <laughs> yeah, don't okay, I look like the asshole." That might be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know what? I'm not going to show you the Xbox. It's like, you don't you know, learn? You can play with the Atari. <laughs> Imagine putting that down on a on a insurance claim form. You know, I need compensation. Why? Because I can't play video games anymore. What do you mean? I got no thumb. <laughs> they hand you an Atari 2600. There yeah. you go. Or well, ColecoVision. It reminds me of, uh, um, this is an episode of Family Guy early on where uh, Peter's talking to Joe. And Joe's in a wheelchair. And he says, come on, Joe, what are you being so depressed for? You know, let's go do something fun, man. Let's go jog. Let, let, let's let's go out and, and go walk. Uh, uh, dry, dry. You want to go lay in the grass? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, family guy. Yeah. It was one of my f- more fun things. Which one is that? Renee. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can tell Renee. Well, uh, Renee, <coughs> now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's two women that I've known. One I didn't date, mm-hmm. but I took her to Miles Upland with me. Mm-hmm. She would think that it was a date. Most women would. I made it very clear. Okay. And I was nice enough to point out to her fiance mm-hmm. that no, 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 nothing going to happen. Yeah. I just have an extra ticket because my friends backed out. Right. I'm pointing at you, motherfucker. Was it me? Yeah, you turned down Mazatlan. I may have. I don't know. And uh, you know, love you a long time. We could have. We could. I'm sure they've got one of those. Uh, you've seen from Dust Till Dawn. I'm sure they've got one of yeah, those. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Vampire bitches. <laughs> but uh, so I took her with me because she was a, a friend that I ran across. Uh, I went to elementary school with her, and I ran across her again and talking. And I was like, Yeah, I, I don't have anyone to go to Mazatlan with me. And she goes, I'll go with you. What would your fiance say? Saying, Well, he won't. I'll talk to him. All right, you get his permission. I'm good. Right. No, I managed. I, I fucked with her on the plane because apparently she's afraid of flying. Oh, that's even better. And I didn't know it, so I'm pointing out. I was like, "Look at the wing move. That's awesome. It's got to be moving up and down like three or four feet. That's awesome." Stop. No, no, take a look. Stop. <laughs> no, no. The grip on my knee. <laughs> shut, ah! shut the fuck up. Thought I'd have been attacked by a cougar. But <clears throat> yeah, she's dead now. Yeah, she's dead now. Yeah. yeah she she passed away of cancer and. It was sad. That's one of the saddest things I've seen was at her funeral, uh, her daughter just sitting there in front of the three-foot-tall headshot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just sitting there staring. Everybody's milling around and chatting. And I look over, and she's just sitting there. It's like, man, that's that's sad. And her her fiancé, husband, and the father of that kid were, he's former military, and Mm -hmm. he he knows a rough life. Sure. So I I wish him the best, but, you know. 
it's a sad thing. But the fact that that's someone that you, like you said, mm-hmm. anyone that sees that would construe that as a date at least. Yeah, I would. Um, now, someone I actually did date, mm-hmm. who's dead. Mm-hmm. Now, Seems to be someone, a pattern. <laughs> someone our age, I have, a, I have an alibi for both of them. <laughs> but uh, someone our age, uh, two of the women I've been out with mm-hmm. have died. Mm-hmm. Like, and in the speed dating, next, uh, <laughs> next, ring that fucking bell. <laughs> That's when they're hitting that button underneath the fucking table looking for security. Help, security, help. Security. But, uh, no, this other one I dated, uh, it was right after high school. Mm-hmm. Apparently she had a crush on me because this was back when I was a, I won't say bodybuilder. I was a power lifter. You, mm-hmm. you saw because the body I built, it was good. But I wasn't ripped everywhere. I was, mm-hmm. I was, I was strong, but I wasn't. You, you was thickness. <laughs> yes. You, I didn't look <coughs> fat, but mm-hmm. I didn't have the six pack abs. Mm-hmm. But so she had a thing for me, and she had this condition with her lungs mm-hmm. under capacity. It's something with the condition she had. I won't go into it. Because I don't remember it. <laughs> but like, it had I don't a, know. She was I, all fucked up. I, I believe I what she had was co- uh, congestive heart failure. Mm-hmm. And at her age, you know, in her late teens. Yeah, she was not old. It's something she was born with. Yeah. And uh, the, the her voice was a thing that always gets you because <laughs> she talked like... <laughs> and me Still being mostly funny. deaf, hard to hear something. <laughs> Still fucking funny. <laughs> But so uh, she and I, we were dating quite heavily mm-hmm. for about two weeks. Mm-hmm. And this is, this, it's, uh, this is one of those, we're dating heavily for two weeks, but it's in that time period. If you remember, I, were, I was working a lot. Mm-hmm. I was working 48 hours a week at one job. I was working 20 hours a week at another job. Mm-hmm. I was working 20 hours a week at a third job. And I was going to school 20 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And so I'm at one of my jobs, the 48-hour job, which was uh, building printers at Hewlett Packard. Mm-hmm. That's mine. I mean, you just sit there and build Lego parts all day, basically. Just mm-hmm. snap, snap, snap. That's all you do. You, you want to snap. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting there, and one day I'm on the line, and all of a sudden it hit me. The last thing I had said to her was, I'll call you tomorrow. And I was like, shit, that was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh! And the lady next to me, a nice lady, motherly figure, she goes, oh, what's up, sweetie? And she goes, and I go, I, that girl I was dating, I told her I'd call her tomorrow. Oh, when was that? And I go, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. She says, oh, just give her a call, sweetie. Go, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. She's she going to be pissed. It ain't worth it. Yep. She's going to be pissed. Ghosting so then, before ghosting. Yep. <laughs> I was ghosting before ghosting was cool. Mm-hmm. And before I even knew I was doing it. Mm-hmm. So fast forward two years, mm-hmm. two years, I'm out, coincidentally, I was at Target, mm-hmm. and I met, and I was going through the aisles, and there she is, Renee, I said, Renee, and she's talking, and it's like, we picked up right where we left off, and we made plans that we dated for another two weeks. Mm-hmm. And the last thing she said to me was, okay, I'll call you tomorrow. I was like, okay, no big deal. And then two weeks later, I realized, holy shit, she did it to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You know, she's driving home like, I told that motherfucker I'll call him tomorrow. I got him. 
Fast forward another three <coughs> years, mm-hmm. our paths cross again, mm-hmm. and it was it was funny because we dated again, once again for about two weeks, and that was it. Mm-hmm. But so I dated her for a total of five years, mm-hmm. and only went out with her for about six weeks, mm-hmm. not even two months. A new personal best. <laughs> <laughs> And during that period of time, mm-hmm. uh, actually from 19, about 1990, mm-hmm. to when I met my wife in 90... 98? 97. 97? 97. I met her in 97. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was the most dating I had done. Mm-hmm. That was the person I dated the most. Mm-hmm. Not only most often, but uh, I mean... Other, the next one in line from that was uh, I went on one date with someone who was like, is a friend. Well, let's see if this can go further. We went on a date. No, we'll keep it at this whole friend level. So, but we're still friends. So. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, so I was interested in people. But there's the one, uh, the Rafton friend. Mm-hmm. I wanted to date that mm-hmm. one. Yep. And that one's like, uh, no. Yeah. I thought it was just because I'm ugly, but it's not. Hey, why can't it be both? <laughs> that that one is is that person's a unicorn. Mm-hmm. She is unique. She literally doesn't need anybody else in her mm-hmm. life. She's I, I've known her almost thirty years. Mm-hmm. She hasn't dated anybody. She's mm-hmm. happy to be on her own, and it's it's actually kind of cool to watch. Mm-hmm. I'm also a little jealous. She gets to retire this year. Yes, she does. How old is she now? She's in her 50s? She's going to be 50 in July. Yeah. So she retires in October. So theoretically, if she wanted to, she could work, build up a second one for, until she has yes, 65. Yes, but uh, with pension laws being, or retirement laws being what they are, different yeah. plans, you're only allowed to work so many hours, so it's got to be a part-time job. Yeah. If we you go over like 20 hours a week or something. Right. We had that with uh, some of the guys at my old job. They, I, I call them the 480 guys. They're only allowed to work 480 hours in a year. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, fine, whatever. It, my profession, that's a, that's a good thing to because mm-hmm. you just take a quick two week call out of the hall when mm-hmm. when work is good. So it's just like, oh, you know what? I'll go work for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Kind of like your former uh, stepdad, mm-hmm. who went batshit crazy. That's a mm-hmm. good story to tell. That is a good story. Start it off. All right. So hold on, I got to cross. I got to cross off Renee from that list. Right. Go so ahead and start. I my mother. Has been married three times. The last person that she was married to was an older guy. Oh, oh. What? I got to tell the story about your real dad. The There's time, so many. The time I first met him. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Now I have to explain the clapping sound to everybody I thought, we, I thought we told that one. No, we haven't told that one. Okay. Um, so, mom was uh, married to this guy. Older guy. Nice guy. Um, 15, 20 years, something like that. Been with him forever. Yeah, he was he was definitely older than her. He yeah. was at least twenty years older than yeah. her. Yeah, so super nice guy, but you know he was starting to you know he was retired and he just like drink right. And fine, mom's like, yeah. listen, yeah, he wasn't a drunkard there? though. He no, wasn't, he at, just, at that point wasn't drunk, wasn't nothing. So wasn't mom started crazy to, at that point either. Well, he was starting to drink more and more, and mom was starting to get a little nervous about it. But where it came to a head was, um, you know, you've been up Cape Horn all that stuff. Yep. So he had one of these Toyota Tundras, really nice big giant truck, and he 
got nice and drunk. Mom said, listen, give me the keys. He's like, nah, cool. Was refusing to get the keys. For whatever reason, they both got in the truck, drove home. Drove home perfectly fine. Opened up the door. He fell out. And she's like, you got to sober up. This is bullshit, blah, blah, blah. They get into a fight. They divorce. So as they're divorcing, uh, mom calls up me and you and says, hey, need to get some of my stuff. You know, actually, mm-hmm. your mother called you. Yes. And she knew you were going to talk to me because yes. you're going to need backup. Yep. And uh, yeah, at that point, it was he was beyond uh, approachable. Explain uh, some of the things prior to this incident, mm-hmm. Which like one? with the judge and. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So he they had one hundred thousand dollars in their account. He took seventy five thousand of that and uh for he was he was starting to act a little weird so mom got a restraining order against him and he bought a a little mobile home just down the road from her within that time within just that just down the road yeah. it was across the cul-de-sac and you could see it from No, his, this is a different one. Oh, he bought a yeah, different one. Yeah, this is a different one. No, that's where his daughter lived. Oh, that's right. Cuz a tiny lived. tiny little house. So judge found out about it and mom had set up surveillance cameras this is a long time ago uh, we had set up surveillance cameras no no she put up the she put up a uh, um, almost like on a, on a tripod oh like the old that's old right because yeah. we had some already because uh-huh. she was worried about other people but yeah. he knew about those ones so she caught him on camera walking past her house and he wasn't allowed to do that so they ended up uh, going to court she's like listen this is bullshit da 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 judge says you're absolutely right you violated my order. You know, you need to sell this place. And it was just this whole fucking mess. So she says, hey, can you go up to the house? Can you get some stuff for me? On and on and on. We said, tell you what, we'll do you one better. We'll go ahead and we'll change the locks. Because I remember we bought locks. So we go up there thinking, okay, well, we're going to do this kind of like the ninja wire and shit. Yep. We're just going to quietly we, go in, change the locks. Turn, yeah. We're going to change the locks, but we're also going to get her changes of clothes. Stuff yep. like that. Yep. And uh, we even pulled up the street mm-hmm. we stopped about a we stopped we turned the car off about a block mm-hmm. away and coasted up to the trailer mm-hmm. so you wouldn't hear the car yeah house is completely dark completely dark and we walk in and as soon as we walk in he's sitting there on the front couch actually he was standing at the door yeah yeah he was in the he was sitting in the couch until we got to the door right so as soon as we saw that, it was like, well, wait a fucking minute here. What are you doing? And he tried to tell us that he was watching TV. Yeah. Yeah. No, we would have seen if you were watching TV. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, no. Yeah. This, you, you, you're act, act, out of your fucking mind. And so managed to talk our way out of that fucking mess. Yeah. An old crazy man with guns and mm-hmm. a drinking problem. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. That's, that's probably yeah. not a safe place to be. And I forget. I think we just like hid the boxes behind us because we had like you know Home Depot bags in our in yeah. our hands. Well, we told them that we were just there to get a couple of things because mm-hmm. she's probably going to be a week or so until yep. things settle down. Yeah, yeah. He ended up because uh, you brought me along to t- just in case, and that's yeah. That's my gift is is talking that, that yeah. yeah in a heartbeat and good lies too. <laughs> yeah. the, the, I've done some impressive work <coughs> like with the pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had. Um, yeah, he ended up being really fucking crazy and just, like, the judge and the cops were like, no, you can't fucking do this. And he was, he's really adamant, like, like I paid for this house, whatever. And I and I told him, like, listen, if you want the house, because one of the things he was bitching about was, hey, I took 75000 I left your mom with twenty six, 
um, and the house, and I can't go visit my granddaughter who lives in the cul-de-sac right across. And I said, okay, well, I'll tell you what. How about this? How about you give her the 75, you give, you keep 26, you take the house, she can come live with me, we'll figure something out, whatever. And he said, well, I, I shouldn't have to pay buy my own house again. I'm like, you're not buying your own house again. This is a divorce. You're dude. divvying up the assets yeah. differently. And he fucking argued with me about it and all that. And, because oh, and that's he had, not what he wanted. He, he had, wanted her there. He wanted, well, he wanted everything, really. I met him at a bowling alley um, to get Mom's ring. Because um, for whatever reason, she wanted this fucking ring. And I said, okay, fine, I'll go get the ring. I meet him at, a, at the bowling alley right by the um, where his, his union hall used to be. Yeah. So I meet him there, and I says, listen, you know, you're a nice guy. And this is before all the crazy shit happened. I says, you're a nice guy. You've been there forever. Need anything, want anything, I'm there for you, blah, 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 blah. Need the ring. And he goes, okay. He says, I can't believe you'd do this to me. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Do this to you. I didn't do anything to you, dude. Just calm the fuck down. And then that's when he started slowly just arcing. Yeah. He, he went he went a little off the deep end. Mm-hmm. That's, you, you and I have done that a couple times. I, mm-hmm. Like uh, my cousin. Mm-hmm. Uh, found out that... Uh, <laughs> Found out that my cousin had made my grandmother cry. Nah, I'm, I'm pretty protective of my grandmother. To be fair, hold on before, before we go too terrible on the road. This is 30-ish years ago, well outside of the range of time. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. Statute of limitations. Continue. <laughs> Statute of limitations. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and it was all for the good. <coughs> No question. This is one no of those questions. ones. I shouldn't have started this one because once again, no. stitch, there's the one we there's two that we will not. Yeah, do. there's two that we can't talk about. Absolutely will not. Yep. But this is one that we probably should have edited beforehand, and it would have been a no. But so we started. Hmm. So, uh, my cousin was heavily. She was heavily into drugs, and she was in a drug den. Mm-hmm. Now, this cousin knew me from when she first moved out of her parents' house and was living in an apartment. She was, mm-hmm. she had just had a baby. She was with her boyfriend, and they're barely making ends meet. And I was working as a pizza delivery driver, mm-hmm. and so I was bringing them my tips mm-hmm. and the extra pizzas every night. Yep. And so that was helping them out. And oh, that baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is uh, just starting there. Uh, I was still in high school and I went to my friends after seeing her, her baby and if you've ever seen a baby who's born with cleft palate before mm-hmm. it is fixed now I love I love he's a good kid yep he is an awesome kid and it's 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 messed up but that's what babies look like when they're born with a cleft mm-hmm. palate but he also had super dry skin so it looked like he had uh, he had super long fingernails, so it looked mm-hmm. like talons. His skin looked scaly because of how dry mm-hmm. it was, and he has the cleft palate. So whenever he cried, it looked like the, when the predator opens his mouth. Mm-hmm. And I was I was telling my friends at school, man, this my cousin's baby's got to be the ugliest baby I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And my friends, a bunch of high school boys, were like, dude, that's messed up. What mm-hmm. the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, no, no, this is an ugly baby. No, you're just being an asshole. Well, yeah, I am an asshole, but this yeah. is an ugly baby. It doesn't negate it the is fact scary. It'll baby. give you nightmares. Yeah. And they're like, you are full of it. I said, that's it. Fork, you're coming with me tonight. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a look at this baby. So uh, when we pull up, I go into uh, a list of rules. I mm-hmm. told him, okay, until we get back in the car with the car doors closed, 
You are not allowed to say anything negative. You're not allowed to react negative. Mm -hmm. You are. You need to keep your cool. Because mm -hmm. I agree with you, it's bullshit, but this is an ugly baby. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not just the cleft palate. It's the scaly skin and the super long nails. Mm -hmm. And it was... It's ugly by our standards, but mm -hmm. it's still a baby. Mm -hmm. So he's, we go upstairs, she opens the door, and we go in, and she goes, you want to see the baby? I go, yeah. And so he, she hands me the baby, I hold the baby for a little bit, and then I hand him back to her, and, and then she sit, turns to my friend Fork, and she goes, do you want to hold the baby? He's like, no, 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 I'm good. I might drop him or something. <laughs> and and that was he he was just dumbfounded because he mm -hmm. didn't believe a baby could look like that. Mm -hmm. See, the thing is, we were ignorant, mm -hmm. but it's still funny mm -hmm. because <laughs> we get back to the car, and as soon as the car door closed, his hands shot in the air, his feet started moving. Like, oh my gosh, that is the ugliest baby I've ever seen in my life. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. He goes, you didn't describe it bad enough. Mm -hmm. well, he, I like, told well, you. It's still family. Mm -hmm. You can't say everything. But, but he's like, so we get to school the next day. And he, I was right. Mm -hmm. Everyone like, yeah, it's still messed up. Oh, we agree it's messed up. Whoa, you don't want to see the baby. The ugly fucking baby. <laughs> but he is he is a great kid. He is mm -hmm. a smart kid. And, you know, they he fix the 30s now? He would be in his late 20s. Okay, yeah, that's like it's been about 30 he, years. He, about 27, 28 years. Yeah, sounds about right, yeah. But, uh, so this friend, she uh, she was not a good parent either. Mm -hmm. uh, and she moved from that apartment at one point to another one, which I will call the drug den. So mm -hmm. they were in an apartment trying to make things work. He realized she was batshit crazy and he needed to leave, so he mm -hmm. left and being the state we are, there's no way he was going to get custody. So he just did what he could and figured he'd have to send child support. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was it. You know, he, he loved the boy, but he had to go. Because mm -hmm. if he didn't, he'd be in prison for murder and he still wouldn't see the boy. Mm -hmm. So she's living in this drug den. Apparently my grandmother went and visited her and she made my grandmother cry. Now, I was only working two jobs at the time. Lazy. <laughs> I was still in high school. I was still in high school. So I was sleeping, and I overheard the voices in the kitchen, my sister and my mother talking about, yeah, well, then she made Grandma cry. And I was I was half asleep, but I heard those words. Mm -hmm. I got up, I walk out into the kitchen, I'm in my underwear, and I said, who made Grandma cry? And they said, uh, asshole, asshole, calm down, calm down. Uh, it's, no, who made my Grandma cry? Mm-hmm. And I said, it was your cousin, mm -hmm. Crystal. There you go. And I go, okay. I'm going out for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, no, no, asshole, don't do anything rash. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm just going to go have a polite conversation and let, let Crystal know that that's unacceptable. Mm -hmm. And so I made one phone call. Mm -hmm. I called up Billy. Mm -hmm. I said, I need someone to be watching my back when I go into this place. Because mm -hmm. this is a full-on, like you see in the movies, like a New York-style drug den. Drug is all over the place. Oh, yeah. I can jump you from behind, but these guys are all as a group, so they're going to try to fuck you up. Mm -hmm. So I walk in. 
I knock on the door. They don't. They don't open the door to anybody they don't know. Mm-hmm. But my cousin sees me and says, "Let him in. Let him in," because she sees my face and equates that to free pizza and cash. Mm-hmm. So we walk in and get to talking. I said, "So, have you got food for the kids here?" She's like, "Well, we're waiting for the check from the from the state, but we should have food, you know, to tomorrow." And I open the fridge. There's nothing in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Why did they even have the fucking thing plugged in? Mm-hmm. Open the cabinets. There's a couple of random boxes of next to nothing. Mm-hmm. Saying this isn't good. This isn't good at all. And I turned to her. I said, "You know, I heard a rumor today. What rumor?" I said, "I heard a rumor that you made my grandmother cry, and you saw the fear." She's mm-hmm. like, "Oh shit!" And they now. Because grandma's a sweet lady. She's always been nice oh, to me. She loves everybody. Mm-hmm. And they now, if I find out this is true, I'm going to have to come back and whoop ass. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hurt some people. Probably put some people in the hospital. You don't fuck with my grandma. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, no, no, this this wouldn't ever happen. I was like, no. This is just a courtesy call, a warning. If it's true, I'm coming back. If it's not true, no biggie. Mm-hmm. Just talking amongst friends. But if you decide to do something like that in the future, and I hear about it, it's no second chance. I'm just going to come in and start putting people in the hospital. Mm-hmm. I will clean this fucking place up. I will kick the door down, put every fucker in here in the hospital, including you. Then the state can take the kids, and they can be taken care of properly. Mm-hmm. And I said, now, your boyfriend's not here right now. I can see that. But when he comes back... Like any other little druggie, he's mm-hmm. going to be talking shit. Mm-hmm. I said, Fucking angles, people. So here's what I want you to do. You just inform him of what I'm capable of. Things like we can't announce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you just remind him of who I am, what I am capable of, and what I am willing to do. Mm-hmm. That's it. You can agree with him. You can. You guys can talk shit all you want. But make sure you all know that hell is going to come from this. Now, I don't want to have to come back. Let's just leave it at that. And you and I at this time were back to back because you were mm-hmm. literally watching my back. Because mm-hmm. there, there was what? I thought we were going to jail that night. <laughs> there was about 10 people in there yeah. in various stages of <coughs> fucked up. Mm-hmm. And so we left. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? That's not good enough for that kid. And I overheard that, yeah, her, the kid's grandmother, my aunt, mm-hmm. would like to get cussed that kid, but she can't get the kid away from the daughter because, you know, the daughter's got custody right now, and mm-hmm. she would, uh, she she would fight tooth and nail, and say, well, there's nothing she can do. Oh, there's nothing she can do. Mm-hmm. I made another call to Billy. Mm-hmm. We went out there. Well, it's like two days from the original. Something about right, yeah. I just knocked in the door, smiled on my face. She opens the door and say, hey, how's it going? I was like, hey, I thought I'd, uh, you know what? I got off on the wrong foot. Tell you what, I want to help you out. When was the last time you and your boyfriend went out? She said, I don't remember. I said, well, I got 20 bucks. You guys can go out, see a movie. Mm-hmm. You could see a movie and have fast food for 20 bucks back then. Mm-hmm. That's how long it was. And have change. And have change. <laughs> but, uh. I said, here's 20 bucks. You guys can go to the movie, have a night out on me. Mm-hmm. I said, 
my bad. I'm sorry. I went too hard on you. And to be to be nice guy, I'm going to babysit my nephew. Mm-hmm. I say, I will take him, and we will watch him for the evening. You give us a call when you're ready for me to bring him back. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, that's great. So get him together, get you know, a little diaper bag and all that stuff. Okay, you got it all? Let's get in the car. Oh, we got to get the car seat in. Okay. And wave goodbye. And we drove out to my aunt's house. <laughs> I knocked on the door. She opens the door. She goes, yeah. What you want? Here. I heard you wanted this guy. 52 minutes. She goes, no, that's not what she said. She goes, how did you do that? Name. I'm sorry. That's all right. <laughs> nice one. She goes, asshole, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I heard you wanted someone. Here. She goes, how did you do that? Say, I'm an asshole. Mm-hmm. This is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going to do. Now it's in your court. She never did fight to try to get the kid back because she realized all her drug stuff would come into play and mm-hmm. she'd go to jail. She's like, you know what? We were only getting so much for the kid anyways, mm-hmm. which is how she was looking at it at the time. Was, that's mm-hmm. how much money she's getting from the state for taking care of the kid. And as soon as they did a welfare check, they were the gig was going to be up anyways. Oh, yeah. So they, they I think, figured they were out of time with that anyways. But uh, by state law and, and everything, technically that's kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> but we did what was right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And that's, that's, that's the thing I'm known for is I'm the one that will have the difficult conversation with people. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, I felt so bad for my... From my little brother when I pulled him aside and told him one time, no one likes your girlfriend. What? No one. What do you mean no one? Not a single person in this family likes or even wants to tolerate your girlfriend. I forget why, though. Even great-grandma, just something with her personality Mm. and and the fact that she had to be an F cup Mm. and refused to wear a bra and only ever wore tank tops. Mm-hmm. And all the women were like, that is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Some of the men were like, that is disgusting. Some of the men were pissing off some of the women, but going, I don't see a problem. Yeah, I don't see a problem. What's the problem? But, uh, <laughs> so I, I kind of blame myself for uh, for mm-hmm. him not seriously dating for a while. He dated a few other ones, but he didn't right. like bringing them around the family anymore after that. Well, I remember... Her, she yeah. became a stripper. For the record, she became a stripper, hooked on drugs, and didn't know about the drugs part. Spiraled okay. out of control. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. And then turns out, her sister, mm-hmm. her sister's daughter, mm-hmm. and my daughter became best of friends at their daycare. Ah, wonderful. We didn't find out who she was until years later. We still mm-hmm. talk to them. They moved. Oh, wow. They moved to another state. Oh, okay. But uh, we used to go to their house all the time, birthdays and stuff. They'd come over here, birthdays and stuff. Mm-hmm. We'd chit-chat. Yeah, I, I know your brother had her as a girlfriend, and then there was another girl that he did for a long time. The one with always had braces. Yeah, the one that had, I believe she has miserism. It's an actual disease. It's I've, like, what? I, I had to rewire a house after smoke damage because mm-hmm. someone's daughter, teenage daughter, mm-hmm. wanted to have Christmas mood lighting, so she put green and red paper mache over a torsier lamp oh. a halogen torsier lamp oh jeez and then snuck out the window to go be with her boyfriend for a few hours oh. coming home to the house burning down 
Oh. Now, miserism is a condition where the person goes out and they'll buy things either because they're on sale or because... Oh, that. And I they, was thinking just cheap. They, they're, they're, they're like hoarders, but it's like a better class of hoarder. Yeah. They hoard things new in the package. Uh-huh. So if... If you find out someone died of miserism, go to that estate sale. Yeah. You'll get a bunch of collectibles still in packaging because they won't open it. In this house, it was ironic. We found about eight or nine smoke detectors still in the box, scattered around the house. Not didn't installed. He have, didn't he have like five or six DVD players and some shit? Yeah. Yeah. They also, the, the insurance company had to go through, and anytime they found cash when they were removing the personal effects, mm-hmm. they had to stop everything, take pictures of it in situ, mm-hmm. then pick up the cash, count it. Take pictures of it all there for the cash. Right. They had thousands and thousands of dollars in cash just strewn about with, you know, brand new clothes on the floor, in still in the hangar with the tags. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd think it was a shoplifting ring or something, but no, it's it's a it's an actual condition called miserism. Now, fucking weird. The fact that I have actually, I believe that's what that particular mm-hmm. ex-girlfriend he's got has, and it was so weird. It is. Just Very going weird. out buying things. Hey, I can buy this. Yeah. But should you? Yeah. I would yeah. much rather have the cash. Same thing at a brothel. Hey, I can buy that. Yeah, but should you? Mm. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. It fall off in the toilet. Exactly. <laughs> She'd be like, baby, you want to wear a condom? Nah, I'm patient zero for a lot of things. <laughs> oh, when man. China ate some bats. <laughs> don't worry. You won't be the problem. Well, wait, what? <laughs> And that's when she gets off your dick after you're done, and you're like, "Guess what you got?" <laughs> when a guy leaves that lipstick on the mirror, that's that's messed up. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, but that that was that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I got. Uh, so I was telling you a little bit about this. My new job, super super easy. Stop saying that. Yeah, I'm a fucking miracle worker there. I showed them the shit that I was working on. I'm like, hey, I'm going to do this, this, and this. They're like, okay, cool. It's fucking magic to them. Which I'm like, hey, believe me. That's I'm basically what IT guys are for most people. Yes, it's true. You should show up one day in a wizard hat. <laughs> I take off my robe and wizard's hat. <laughs> Just seriously, Halloween, show up to work mm. in a wizard hat and. But like, and I robe. make magic! <laughs> I am the magician! <laughs> Hey, my internet's not working. You shall not pass. <laughs> Funny thing is, is the that, reason uh, you're not—it's not working—is I see what you've seen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know what you do. <laughs> yeah, I, you should uh, be ashamed of yourself. Well, funny thing is, like, so I looked at my first week's check, and I didn't know a lot of companies do this. So what this company does is, for they pay you on the fifth and the twentieth, and they calculate it by all the work you've done from the first to the fifteenth. And then they pay you on the uh, on the twentieth, and then from the fifteenth to the thirty first, they pay you on the fifth. Making that a stupid fucking fight. <laughs> you yes, I'm, fuck. pre- I'm pretending to quietly open a peanut butter cup. <laughs> it's like that one with Peter with yeah. the candy. Yeah. It's like you give a drum kit to Anne Frank, you fucking psychopath. Because <laughs> it'd be fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I uh, I got my first check. I was expecting it to be like two grand, and it was like 1500 And I'm like, what the fuck? And, you know, to be fair, 1500 for for three days worth of work. It's like, all right, cool, you know, because of the way it went. But this coming check, it's going to be like 5500 bucks net. So I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, there we go. That's much better. Yeah, that's nice. 
just got an extra two grand on her check this month. They they nice. got taken, not bought out, not taken, kind of taken over by a different company. Mm. And so she's going to... 59 minutes. You're horrible at this. I know. <laughs> and I don't even drink. Yeah. Or do drugs. Yeah, maybe you should start. <laughs> it's the dementia kicking in mm. early. God, I hope so. But uh, yeah, definitely wipe that one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, start over with this spot. Mm-hmm. So the wife mm-hmm. got an extra couple grand on her check because mm-hmm. the company she works for, it wasn't really bought out. It was, it's kind of like under new management. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. She explained it to me, but I'm not yeah, it's weird. to figure it out. But, uh, so she's actually going to get paid more regularly and a little bit more money because they, the, the other one was like, if you could pay us, we'd appreciate it. This, mm-hmm. this, this new company is like, um. You owe us this money. Mm-hmm. Give it. Mm-hmm. We will send people to your house. Mm-hmm. And not pretty people. Ugly people. Mm-hmm. So they're going to send you and me to their house. All right, cool. Road but, trip. Uh, <laughs> so I let her purchase something that she's wanted for a while that's mm. about that much. Jigolo. Got it. It's like, you know what? It's your money. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that you earn that much now. Because mm-hmm. she didn't. She used to work for nonprofits all those years. Oh, didn't make you're shit. not kidding. I mean, I made more on unemployment than she did working. Mm-hmm. Not like 20 bucks more, several hundred more. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, you know what? Go ahead and get it. Reward that behavior. Yep. Training her like Pavlov. Yeah. But, uh. Dean Lee, you make more money, you can suck my dick. <laughs> I don't think money has anything to do with it. Yeah, you gotta try it. You gotta, you gotta put in the work. Yeah, put it in the work. You got to you got to turn it into a grower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Last topic. I was gonna make this a shorty. Okay. Cause I'm gonna go home and fuck the wife. Better you than me. Take a pick. Well, um, how about a UPS RPS story? And we can do the safety. Yes. Oh, I, I, I got it written as safety rules. RPS. And I'm Are gonna they put still down. Around? Company injuries. Is RPS still around? Because I've actually set a record most places I've worked for most mm-hmm. injuries. And one of them was most emergency room visits in four working days. Mm-hmm. Which was in three emergency room visits mm-hmm. in four working days for people that don't know. But uh, I'm going to go over the UPS RPS so I can cross that one mm-hmm. off. Uh, when I was working UPS, mm-hmm. there was a period of time when I was only working UPS. Mm-hmm. And I needed some extra money. And I found out that they were hiring at this place down the street called RPS. Mm-hmm. RPS considers themselves UPS's competition. And I explained to them in the interview, they are not. Mm-hmm. UPS's competition is FedEx, mm-hmm. followed by DHL. Mm-hmm. I work in the business. I've never even heard of you guys. Mm-hmm. So you're like easily, easily around 30th, mm-hmm. be my guess. But... Nice enough people. They asked me why they should hire me. I said, because I already know how to load boxes. Yep. I already know how to sort boxes. I already know how to do your entire job that you need me to do. You don't mm-hmm. have to train me. And I'm working. Your shift that starts at this time happens to coincide with me getting off work at the other job. Mm-hmm. So it works. Mm-hmm. It's within an hour or so, and no problem. I can take off and meet here. Now, I told them the 
I was given permission by my foreman, or not foreman, they call it uh, my manager mm-hmm. at UPS to work there because he knew I was desperate for money. You know, not streetwalker desperate, but desperate enough. I got and a uh, he knew that I, I wouldn't divulge any of their right the, the trainings that they gave me. I would just do the work. So they hired me, and the first night there, they handed me a load chart. Like, okay, do you think you could, uh, how quickly do you think you could memorize this for this trailer? I looked at it, and I go, oh, it's basically our Corvallis trailer minus these three numbers. Got it. And they're like, really? Oh, yeah, handed it back. I don't need that anymore. And so that night, I'm building what we would call uh, nine or ten tiers because mm-hmm. the flow was ridiculously low. There wasn't a lot of flow. Yeah. It's coming in the trailer. I mean, I wasn't even breaking a sweat. And I've already worked my shift at UPS. I'm not mm-hmm. breaking a sweat at all. They go, okay, this is easy. And they keep doing what we called salting. Mm. Where I hate salting. They would sneak a package in and try to catch me mm-hmm. misloading. And they were, they were amazed. Like, nobody gets all of them. What? What do you mean nobody gets... Everybody should get all of them. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be missorting packages into trailers. I mean, it goes through three people before it gets there. One of you three people should have figured it out, mm-hmm. including the loader. Now, it happens it gets to the loader's UPS, but there's not near as many as they had missorting, which explains mm-hmm. it now because they kept trying to catch me. But uh, they 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 couldn't they couldn't catch me. They they saw that wow those the way he stacks those boxes that's how they call it. Mm. UPS is called building a tier. Yep, build a tier. They call it, look at how he stacks the boxes. And just hearing the way they say the words, it hurt mm-hmm. me. But I needed the money. Yep. And so, after the first night, the next night I come into work. And the guy comes in and he goes, we got great news. What do you mean great news? We're going to make you a manager. No, I don't want to do that. We're going to make you a trainer then. We just want you to train all of our guys to load like you. Yeah, I can't do that either. It's like uh, I had an agreement with UPS, mm-hmm. with, with my boss at UPS. Mm-hmm. And even if I didn't have the agreement, the fact is they spent the time and energy to train me to do this, to this way, and to get this good. Mm-hmm. And I can, I was given permission to use these skills. But that doesn't mean I have the right to teach you their proprietary way of doing mm-hmm. it. I'm not going to do that. Right. And uh, luckily, they weren't smart enough to bring in a camera or anything to watch me. I know. You were thinking they'd be like, okay, cool. No problem. Everybody start watching him. Yeah. He said, yep, they were unhappy, but like, okay, they didn't want to lose me because I was a good loader. I mean, I was, well, I was a good loader, UPS. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to keep me. They're like, oh, Mm -hmm. this guy, we just got to keep him around. Maybe we can wear him down and offer him more money one day and he'll, he'll, he'll come to his senses. Well, one day... I'm loading in a trailer, and somebody else got salted. Mm-hmm. He goes, ha, ha, you can't catch me. And the other guy says, I tried. And he picks up the box, and it couldn't weigh more than three or four pounds. And the supervisor is a good 30 feet away from him, and they're talking, and he throws it from the trailer mm-hmm. at, the, not to, at the supervisor. Mm-hmm. And my brain almost exploded, because I could hear... A supervisor, the one that used mm-hmm. to say, Billy, my office mm-hmm. now, I could just hear his voice 
saying fired mm -hmm. before it even left his fingertips because that's mm -hmm. one thing you can get fired for at UPS. It's hard to get fired at UPS, but Very. one thing you can get fired for is intentionally mishandling a package. Yep. And that makes perfect sense. That's their entire fucking business. Mm -hmm. You're just destroying it. Mm -hmm. This guy threw that package. I'm like, oh, oh, I, I don't know how much longer I can be here. Mm -hmm. I can't handle that. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. I don't even know if they're in business anymore. I'd be that, surprised. I'm curious, right? that yeah. kind of, with that kind of work ethic that they allowed. But then, uh, so I got tired of working the shift. But their shift, their, their, our Monday started Monday night. Mm -hmm. So you go to work 10 p.m. Monday night. Mm -hmm. And, oh, it was, theirs started Sunday night. Mm. So I'm laying there Sunday night. I roll over, I look at the clock, it's time to get up and go to work at that RPS place. I'm like, I don't want to go there. Fuck that place. I'm not going in. I didn't call them. I did. That mm -hmm. is the only time in my entire working career I've done a no-call, no-show. Because mm. I just could not go back to that fucking place. And uh, so the next night after work, I drive over to RPS to say, hey, you know, no hard feelings. It's just not going to work out. I just... I can't stand working here because you guys do not know what you're doing. I'll be surprised if you're in business in 10 years. And I walk in and the supervisor goes, oh, hey, there he is. Uh, sorry we missed you last night. Hey, we got this much flow tonight. We're really looking forward to getting it done. Yeah, I quit. Yeah, I'm a no-call, no-show. You should be firing I, me. You, you should be firing me right now. Mm -hmm. Why are you putting up with it? It's not worth it. Mm. That, that, that place was not good. Yeah, I'm kind of curious if they're still in business. I cannot imagine they are, though. No, no I'd be surprised. Yeah. But yeah, so the next next time, yeah, we're gonna you're gonna like this one. Yeah. I had an idea. Uh, safety rules created by me. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not by uh, because of me. Mm-hmm. And, and also, uh, company injuries. Mm. Now, like I said, I've set a record. Uh, uh, there's, there's. Uh, Several fast food places where I have had some pretty bad injuries. Mm -hmm. uh, it, I don't think I've talked about Pizza Hut enough. There's mm -hmm. a bunch of stories about pizza, and it's not all injuries. Uh, uh, the time I ordered food, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna tell mm -hmm. you. But yeah, so next time I'm, I'm gonna circle that. We gotta do. We gotta go into that some in depth because cool. um, the the fact that those injuries or that reputation and those injuries almost cost my brother a job. It was hilarious. <laughs> Which, he, he, he's doing good at that job. Good. It's a good thing he's still got it. <laughs> hey, do you know that? We told that story. Yeah, you told hey, do that, you know yeah. asshole? Yeah. How do you know asshole? How do you know asshole? <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they have a safety rule because of me at a company I've never worked for, never set foot in. Mm-hmm. Never drove pet, drove into their parking lot. Nothing. Had nothing to do with them, but they got a safety rule because of me. It's quite an accomplishment. There's a lot of people that are accident prone that can stand back and say, yeah, that, that's me. But yeah, you know what? I'm the Gary Busey safety video guy. Mm -hmm. That's it. Hello, pants. <laughs> <laughs> right, cool. This was Dead Comedians and Hookers. Is that what you're <laughs> No, no. This was... Uh, have you ever seen the Gary Busey Amazon commercial? No, no. I'm talking about the... You, you always come up with some weird name. Oh yeah, I was I was thinking statute limitations. <laughs> <laughs> statute limitations. That's good. But here's the thing: I'm actually looking up before I post this. 
That's a good idea. Yeah, I'm gonna well, look it up before we post this. Here's the thing. The, mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think the law would come after someone, 27, 28 years afterwards. That, when that might the, be true. When the person involved, mm-hmm. the one who was kidnapped, only benefited. Mm-hmm. There was nothing bad happened. Mm-hmm. Only good things happened because of it. Because the grandmother turned out to be very loving, uh-huh. and eventually, he was reunited with his father and. He wanted to live with his father, so mm-hmm. that was allowed to happen. Yep. It would never have happened if... I'm not rolling had... the dice. <laughs> Fuck that. Still, yeah, th- do your double check, and mm-hmm. if if it is an issue, this is going to be a very short episode, and I want you people to know it's because yeah. he has an issue with kidnapping. Yeah, apparently. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> now you got to bleep that part, too. <laughs> bleep, 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 bleep. All right. <laughs> it's a bear claw, you moron. <laughs>